A blonde and a brunette walk into a bar, I mean a room, to talk about Jesus, exploring God's word, tackling topics no one likes talking about, discussing biblical truths and dodging bad theology on the way. This is Her Theology. Well, hello and welcome to another episode here with Her Theology. We are recording fresh in my barren and (laughs) desolate uh, lounge slash kitchen slash living room. It's very structurally construction site. This is the first time I've been here in a while. (laughs) We've just been recording at my house because it's been much more easier. um, easier. (laughs) And look, I'm seeing a lot of beams. I'm seeing a lot of scaffolding in our house. It is a wild ride <laughs> and at the moment we're about 38 weeks pregnant and I am taking my hat off to Cass because I couldn't do it, couldn't do this. <laughs> and so we do apologise if you can hear the rain because our house is incredibly loud with the rain on a good day when there's no Renault's, let alone the fact half the walls are missing. Yeah, <laughs> so the echo is real. <laughs> but anyway, it's like white it's noise though, fun. guys. So, it is. You know, it's, it's just relaxing in the background. Soothing. Mm. My children sleep to white noise, so that makes sense. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, so my name is Cass, if you're new, and we have Kirst here. Uh, And today we're going to be bringing you, um, well, we're going to start discussing the seven deadly sins, which isn't probably the right way to say it, because it's not like one sin isn't, is bigger than another. Yeah. 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 But... They're the f- it's the famous Seven Dead Deadly Sins. We all know it. I don't know if people have seen the movie Seven. Have you seen it? No. Oh, okay. Well, it's a very good movie, actually. It's quite dark, though, so mm. I don't know if I should recommend it or not. But we all have heard of, the th- of that saying, The Seven de- Deadly Sins, and we thought we would address it from a biblical view and standpoint and also discuss those seven sins that are um, popularised, I guess. Mm. Yep. And, and what that looks like throughout a few different episodes. So we hope you're here on the journey with us um, and we hope you enjoy it. I was really intrigued doing this mm. um, this kind of theme and this sort of topic. So good stuff. Anyway, before we get stuck in, Kirst, what have you learnt this week? This week I have learnt that apparently if you are cooking – and I can't remember if I've already said this. <laughs> so, like, every time we come with a fact, we start laughing. <laughs> if I've already said this on another episode, can you just tell me? Okay, all right. Like, I'm not really sure. A cooking thing's not coming up for me. But okay, anyway. good. Apparently, if you put, you know, corned beef. Oh, yeah. You know, you cook with corned beef. Apparently, if you put a bottle of dry ginger ale in when it's cooking, it's, like, <sighs> the best thing you've ever had. This is fate. That you have talked about this two weeks ago. I tried this because I had heard of it and Wait, it was the first I time t- ever. Was, did I tell you that, that though? No, I Googled. I was okay, like the okay, best, good. easiest way to cook Silverside. And I just, I literally, I've always done like. Apple all, cider vinegar, onion, garlic. Like, yeah, all this sort of stuff, mm, right? Mm. Like in peppercorns and blah, 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 yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, and beer and all sorts of things, brown mm. sugar, yes. whatever. And I just got my slow cooker, literally put two bottles of ginger ale, slapped it in there, no seasoning or anything, and it came out the best ever. So it's true. It actually works. There you go. That is so funny that you brought that up. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's good because I'm going to try it. It is so good. Yeah. Seriously. It tasted just the same as all the other times I've cooked it with all these different seasonings. Saved all the hassle. That's good. I like that. What about you? That was a good one. What have you learned? (laughs) 
<laughs> I've learned something about you. Okay. <laughs> Not that I like learnt it, but the penny dropped as I was driving home and I have no idea why mm. I thought of it in the car. Mm-hmm. But for ages, your, <laughs> your social media... Mm-hmm. Accounts. I thought you had your name and sandals in it because you really liked sandals. And oh my goodness! I was driving home and I was like, "Wait, that's that was her maiden name." <laughs> you thought I really liked sandals. I don't know how to take that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was driving. I literally drove into our street and I was like. <gasps> It was her maiden name, not because she likes well, sandals. Well, my maiden name was not Sandals. It's actually Sandel. Oh, okay. But <laughs> so I, re- I just did a little play on words <laughs> and <laughs> made it that. Okay, so fair call that. But that doesn't – It's maybe not people would like Sandals. <laughs> <laughs> what do you take me for? Anyway, yeah, no offence to anyone who fact. likes Sandals. <laughs> I have one pair of what you would probably class as Sandals. Well, this is the thing. I think of Sandals as thongs. But I suppose they're not, are they? They're different. No. Because I pretty much am 90% of the time in thongs. Yeah. Would Birkenstocks be classified as sandals? Mm, I don't know. See, for me, I think a sandal is something that you have to physically bend down and do up. <laughs> <laughs> Although they've got That's the them, dictionary description yeah. for a sandal if you have to physically bend over. <laughs> and do up, which is why I'm not wearing a lot of sandals. sandals at the moment. That's true. Yeah. Anyhow, should we get stuck in? Okay, yeah, that's good. Okay, go go for it. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> um, all right. We are going to do a bit of an, uh, an intro and history to what has been popularised as the seven deadly sins tonight, today, wherever, whatever time you're listening. <laughs> in 2025. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so you may, may have heard that phrase, the seven deadly sins, and thought, what are these sins that lead straight to death? That's what I thought <laughs> when I heard the phrase... Seven deadly sins. Oh, are there seven deadly sins that the Bible doesn't talk about that lead, you know, like you can't repent from kind of. Yeah. That's the way that my brain kind of took it. No. So that's not a super helpful name. Obviously, all sin leads to death yeah. without repentance. But I don't blame you for thinking that these seven deadly th- sins just take you straight there. But we're going to explore that. Because so, I always thought it was a Hollywood made up thing, to be honest. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't really know what it was. Yeah. Until I started looking no. into it. But the seven deadly sins, what are they? Where do they come from? Plain and simple, the seven deadly sins are seven sins which are thought to be the foundation from where all other sins start. Yeah, okay. So if you like group sin and categorize it, you could probably group it and categorize it into these seven different sins. Yeah. Essentially. And so that, yeah, other sins can spring from it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So using the term deadly, as I already said, is not necessarily that that helpful because it kind of makes it sound like if you commit one of these sins you will die yeah like and there's no coming back from it um another word commonly used to describe this particular list is the seven capital sins and it's for that very reason that from each of those the sins the seven all other sin seems to flow so think of the sin as like the head of the river from out of which all other sin kind yeah, of flows. Okay. So, for yep. example, anger, which is one of them, can lead to evil speaking, can murder. lead to violence, and then can lead to murder. Yes. Okay. So it just kind of like plummets from there. Um, the list was first coined by a Catholic monk named – I'm going to get this so wrong <laughs> – Evagrius, that's definitely probably not how you say it, Ponticus, who lived in the 4th century – 
It was originally a list of eight, and these thoughts were later translated from Greek, so he did it all in Greek, into Latin by a guy named St. John Cassian. I'm probably saying that wrong too. Um, and then in the 6th century, Pope Gregory I adjusted to the list to what it is referred to now as the seven deadly sins. So what are they? Here is a brief. Do you have like the original eight, like the one that's missing? Uh, I knew that I oh, should have written, written this down. But he, I'm going to Google and say that. Yeah, you do it. He's, basically what happened is he merged two into one. Oh, okay. Um, I think it might be sadness. Oh, gosh, that's a bit weird. Well... Yeah, you Google it while I read these out. Okay, so the first one is pride. Um, so this, I've just got this list off gotquestions.com, which I'll link in the episode notes. Pride, which is an inflated, unrealistic sense of your self-worth. Envy, the feeling that you deserve the possessions, success, virtues or talents of another person. Gluttony, an excessive desire for the pleasure of eating and drinking. Lust. A selfish focus on sex or a desire to have sexual pleasure with someone other than your spouse. Anger, an excessive improper desire to exact revenge. Greed, a strong desire for possessions, especially for possessions belonging to another. And sloth, which is a lack of effort in the face of a necessary task, causing it to go undone or done badly. Mm. So what's the eighth? I'm trying to find it. it. I think it's sadness and it's – I can't remember. You have to – you just keep doing that. (laughs) Oh, despond. The sin was an outlook of gloom and despair. Chronic hopelessness, a sense of what difference does it make. So it'd be like those people that are always – Pessimists. The the negative Nellies. Yeah. (laughs) So they combined that one, despondent, with the sloth. Yeah, because okay. Because that, cause of that kind of feeling of it's never going to work out anyway, so I just won't do it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, question is, is the list biblical? So, you won't actually find these seven sins listed together in the Bible anywhere as a list. Which is why I always thought it was a Hollywood thing. Yeah, which is why yeah. I always was like, oh, I don't even know what that is because I've yeah. never read it before. Because I've never heard a pastor really preach on it either, no. so I was just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but you will find the seven sins spoken about separately throughout the Bible. Yes. So, and as I read that list, like... Oh, totally. You know, yeah. So, a quote from Tim Keller says, The seven deadly sins form a list of vices considered especially dangerous because of their destructive nature and their tendency to entangle Mm. us in many other sins. Though the label The Seven Deadly Sins is not found in the Bible, it has been used by Christians for centuries as a helpful way of summarising the wide-ranging patterns of human sinfulness. So, I wanted to read from Proverbs 6, 16 to 19, because this um, part of the Bible lists seven things that are detestable to God. Yes. So, have a listen to this list. It's what I always think of, yeah. Mm, Number one, haughty eyes. What does that mean, by the way? Because <laughs> it's not naughty eyes. <laughs> I thought it was like um, being like wanting what other people have. What's okay, that so word? Like um, envious eyes. Yeah. Covetous eyes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, a lying tongue. Number yep. three, hands that shed innocent blood. Number four, a heart that plots evil. Number five, feet that are quick to rush to do wrong. Number six, a false witness. 
And number seven, a man who stirs up dissension among brothers. Yeah, okay. I also need to correct myself. What do you oh, is <laughs> this is not – I've had it wrong my whole life. There you go. I, I quickly Google it just to it's make something sure. Something else that Fact you check. Today. Yeah. I've got so many new things I've learned today. <laughs> so what does it um, mean? A haughty spirit or having haughty eyes means that you look down upon others in a condescending way. Oh, okay, that is quite different. Yep. Thinking we're more – I'm better. We're better than – Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, okay. So when – so this is not – what most people understand as the seven deadly sins, although some people might, yeah. So that list that I just read from Proverbs, and that's that was a um, paraphrased version of it, yep. of it um, is not the same list that I read out before. So yes, pride, envy, all of the sins that the Bible condemns, um, they are never called the de- seven deadly sins in the Bible. No. The traditional list of the seven deadly sins can function as a way to categorise the many different sins um, and nearly every sin could be placed in one of those seven categories. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. So, gotquestions.com says, no sin is more deadly than any other sin. All sin results in death from Romans 6.23. Um, even one sin condemns a person as a lawbreaker in James 2.10. Yeah. Praise be to God that Jesus Christ took the penalty for all our sins, including the seven deadly sins. By the grace of God, through faith in Christ, we can be forgiven. And we yes. see that yep. in a lot in the New Testament, Matt 26.28, Acts 10.43 and Ephesians 1.7, among other places. So that is the seven deadly sins. Now... I wonder if you, our listeners, have ever heard of what a vice and a virtue is. And I'm just like... Yeah, because vice, the journalism channel, has just destroyed the word vice for me. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) That's all I think of now. And I'm like, wait, you ruined it. Yeah. (laughs) So for those of you who've never heard of this kind of concept before, there are vices and there are virtues. So a vice... Would be chocolate for me. Is an immoral or wicked behaviour? Can be. (laughs) (laughs) I can venture that way. (laughs) Contrasted with a virtue, which is a behaviour showing high moral standards. And so it's also argued that for each of the seven deadly sins or vices, so they'd be called vices, um, there are also biblical, there's a biblical virtue opposing it. Yes, okay, like the fruit of the spirit sort of kind of idea. Vibes. So, so it's really interesting because when you say vice, yeah, I think of not just that journalism thing, but I yeah. think of like, um, oh goodness, I've just gone blank. Is it superheroes maybe or something? But like they're, like they're kryptonite, like they're vice. Yeah. You use it that way, but when you the way you explain it is totally different. Yeah. And it's very much like almost playing down, the word vice almost plays down the word the meaning and the depth of sin then, doesn't it? Mm. Which is pretty, you know, normal in our culture. Yeah, true. (laughs) That's very true. Um, But anyway, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to read out the sin from the seven deadly sin list and then I'm going to pair it, so the vice I should say, and then I'm going to pair it with the virtue. Yes, that This is just like a fun little... Exercise. Yes, a fun little exercise. So for lust, you've got... Lust on the one side, the sin side or the vice side, and then you've got purity on the virtue mm, side. Yeah. So this is just helping us to clarify really what these, what the sin is. Gluttony um, and the virtue is self-control. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to guess? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw your eyes light up like, <gasps> okay, you can guess the rest, all right? Okay. Greed. <laughs> 
So you're thinking of the opposite <laughs> to that. Yeah, I was like, riches. And I was like, wait, that's the same thing. <laughs> and then I was like, poverty. I was like, that's not a... <laughs> no, virtue. So humility. No. no. <laughs> Good try. Giving. Giving. Oh, yeah. Gener- yep. Yep. Generosity. Yep. Yep. Sloth. So sloth, remember, is like laziness and idleness. Can you tell it's 8.30 at night? Yeah, I can. Uh, yep. No, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Diligence. Diligence, Or you. zeal or integrity. Yeah, there we so go. So that kind of helps. I don't know. Sloth is the one to me that I'm like trying to get my head around a bit because I'm like, oh, what does that mean? But when you pair it with a virtue of diligence or zeal or integrity, you kind of go, oh, okay. That makes more sense. Makes more sense what they're getting at. Because you do, you automatically go the opposite, like hard worker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, but yeah, yeah, that's not a fruit of the spirit. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, Wrath or anger. Peace. Calm. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. Oh, yep. Okay. So these aren't ne- these virtues aren't necessarily fruits of the spirit. I should oh, say. Oh, okay. That's what I'm thinking. So of sorry that that has led you down the garden path. Do you want to try the last two? All right. We'll okay. Give it a go. Envy. Yeah. No. Oh, this Humi- is a tricky one. Humility. No. No. Kindness. Kindness. Well, okay, yeah. this one's like envy. So that's jealousy. So you've got here kindness or admiration. So it's kind okay. of like the opposite of being jealous. Rather than envying someone or being jealous of them, you actually admire them. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense. You want to encourage them and, yep. Yeah. And then the last one is pride. Humility. Yes. <laughs> I was like, I know you're going to get this last one. <laughs> I got one out of seven. <laughs> Congratulations. So, um, yeah, so they are, the, so that's the, the vice listed with the virtue. And again, the Bible talks about those virtues as well. So, mm. um as we go about, I guess, unpacking each of these um, seven deadly mm. sins, we'll kind of think about it from from that point of view as well. And so, yeah, because, mm. yeah. Oh, I'm just, right. I just as you're saying all this, it really reminds me of like really the Sermon on the Mount with Jesus. Like he addresses a lot of these sins in there, right? And mm. like then gives you the ca- the answer, the solution. You know, like, don't be worrying about riches on earth. Mm. But be humble and trust in him. So yeah. you know, like, you can see all these the parallels. Link. Like, you can see all yeah. the links heavily. Like, he talks about o- taking oaths. So, and also being angry and all that sort of mm. stuff. Like, yeah. and lust, cut off mm. your hand. Like, he really does ad- address a lot of yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Just, I'm just thinking of that while we're. Yeah, no, that's good. Giving to the needy, yep. So I guess, um, I don't know if you've ever heard of the man John Owen. He was a Puritan. Yes. And he wrote a lot of stuff and he wrote a lot about vice and virtue actually. Mm -hmm. And something that he wrote um, was called Overcoming Sin and Temptation. And I think I've linked, uh, I'll link the episode that this Overcoming Sin and Temptation <laughs> resource in. in the episode notes. Um, so he argues in that book, Overcoming Sin and Temptation, these seven ar- sins arise from our confused attempts to secure happiness apart from God. Each one of our sins, in other words, is a case of misdirected, disordered love, which mm. makes total sense because it's like you're loving whatever it is the heart of the sin. So like greed, you love money. Yeah, you're looking to that for satisfaction. Exactly. So this perspective was developed by later thinkers like Aquinas and Dante, but it also 
um, is also a window into the biblical category of idolatry for idols in scripture aren't yes. merely or mainly images of wood and stone but substitutes for God himself. By the way, I should say I'm reading a quote right now from Brian Hedges. Um, uh, yeah, so we pursue with the daughter's hearts these things when we've forsaken our divine lover, seeing our That's sins so as foolish and fatal attempts to find satisfaction apart from God should provoke both sorrow and hope in our hearts. Sorrow when we realize our sins aren't mere. What is that word? <laughs> Peccadillos. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just having a moment over here. Um, <laughs> those mere peccadillos. <laughs> okay. I'm going to put a different word in there. Sorrows when we realize our sins aren't mere. Oh, I don't know. I can't think of something off the top of my head. Anyway, you can feel that blank in, but grievous offences against the lover of our souls, but oh. also hope when we see that the first, the first we sought to quench in broken cisterns is actually a yearning that God alone can satisfy. So if you want to find that quote <laughs> and work out what that word <laughs> is. Like we'll link it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah definitely. Um, but no you, piccadillos were yeah. <laughs> in the middle of this. Um, it's probably a word that totally makes sense and we just don't know what it is. <laughs> Which makes it even I feel like it sounds too much like armadillos. Anyway, <laughs> let's get <laughs> back on track. <laughs> um, so, basically, what it's saying there is that these sins are definitely just substitutes of of trying to, f- you know, find satisfaction in someone else, something else. And so, um, yeah, we they, they bring up sorrow and they should bring up hope as we realise mm. that we've done that to God. But when we look at the cross of Christ and know that he has forgiven and can forgive. So one last thing. It's helpful to remember that sometimes when we're talking about sin, we tend to start pushing into either I'm really awesome because I'm not doing that or yeah. I really suck because I'm overdoing it. I am it. doing that, yeah. And yep. so we go into either pride or despair. And we are not spending time thinking about these things in order to create lawfulness. So Cass and I Mm. are not wanting to look at these things to create, you know, look at sin and then create like a legalistic or a lawful nature around how to, okay, well, how do I do life better for the sake of... not hitting any of those sins so I'm doing good. Yeah. Yeah. This is not supposed to be a spiritual checklist. But instead, I want to, we want to magnify the grace of, of Jesus and push ourselves into praying for the Holy Spirit's help to really become more like Jesus in all of these yes. um, different yeah. sins. Couldn't and, agree more. And grow in, in those. So yeah. just as we go about that, and hopefully we'll remember to remind ourselves and you guys that we're not looking at these to, um, to make big of ourselves either way. No. But to make much of, of the cross of Christ. Yep. So, but that's it. That is the very brief intro in history of, for the seven deadly sins. And now I we're like going to spend an episode just having a brief. And to be honest, it's probably going to be a bit of a grapple each episode. I think it's really going to be a bit of a thought. These are the thoughts we've kind of come up with. Yeah, it's not. It's going to yeah. be a, a starting place for your brain or, you know, a continuing yeah, thought for, for your you brain. to go study and yeah. figure it out for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 and so there'll be shorter episodes just to like 
yeah, addressing each thing. Little neat bite sizes. Yeah, although we've started studying them, we're like, oh, well, these are these a lot are really bigger big. than we That's thought. That's what I mean. So it's like, <laughs> we'll, it's almost like you've got to kind of do your own research and thinking yep. into it to really, I don't know, wrap your head around it. Yeah, we'll give you our little snapshot thoughts. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Now we're just going to argue which ones, who's going to do which ones. <laughs> you can do picadillos. Okay. <laughs> um, it'll give me a hard shell. Yeah. <coughs> what? Don't they have a hard shell? Armadillos. Oh. Do they? I don't know. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Guess what my fun fact yeah, will exactly. be next, next week. episode. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, We hope you are going to come along on this crazy journey. (laughs) In a few weeks, hopefully the episodes will sound a lot more cohesive because we'll have babies out of our bodies. So I don't know if that'll work. They'll be out of our bodies by the time you're listening to this. (laughs) Yeah, that's actually, that's a really good point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we hope you enjoyed it. Look, if you are new, feel free to subscribe however you're listening. Um, Like us, share us, whatever. And you can jump on Instagram or Facebook and follow us on there at Her Theology um, just to keep up to date. But otherwise, yeah, got any questions, shoot them through to us, hertheology at gmail.com or on the DM, private messages. (laughs) And we'll try and get back to you. Okay, well, we hope you have a great time and we'll chat to you soon. See ya. Bye.